The West Live. The West Live with Ben O'Shea. During the pandemic, wait times on elective surgeries blew out and it resulted in a huge backlog of patients needing procedures. In WA, they've made inroads on this backlog, setting a record pace of performing these elective procedures. But more patients are added all the time. More than 855,000, in fact, were added around Australia this year, which is putting an enormous strain on the public health system. But is there another solution than just making people wait? Joining me now with an answer to that, question is CEO of Day Hospitals Australia, Jane Griffiths. Good morning, Jane. Welcome to The West Live. Good morning, Ben. And so let's start by defining what we mean when we say elective surgery. What sort of procedures are we talking about? Uh, We're talking about a wide variety of procedures from from quite uh, simple procedures for um, skin lesions that could, of course, be, be cancer Uh, cataract surgery, joint replacement surgery, uh, removal of gallbladders, uh, paediatric surgery, uh, particularly ear, nose and throat surgery. There's a huge waiting list across Australia for children just waiting for grommets. Um, So it's a wide range of surgery. So it's not emergency surgery. So it's surgery that that, uh, can wait a few weeks, but certainly not months and years in some cases. Mm. And I think that's the thing in some people's mind. They hear elective and they think, oh, well, it's, you know, it's this voluntary thing. It's not the end of the world. But for some of the people uh, who are on these waiting lists, they can be in quite severe discomfort waiting for a procedure. Is that correct? Absolutely. And I think one of the areas that, that really was came to light during the pandemic is the diagnostic procedures, particularly endoscopy for Um, potential bowel disease and a lot of patients didn't have their endoscopy which means there could be a lot more advanced disease in the community because of this so that's just one example. Mm. And so as I mentioned uh, there are a lot of people added to waiting lists for elective surgeries in hospitals around the country in public hospitals. Uh, Why do you think uh, there's been this huge increase? Part of it was a result of all the lockdowns, uh, particularly on the eastern seaboard, but but also here where surgery was cancelled, elective surgery was cancelled. And so naturally that just increased the backlog. But we've also got a problem, as you're probably aware, in our hospitals of ambulance ramping, where um, particularly elderly patients often can't be placed once they leave hospital, so they're filling up beds. So this can also result in um, cancellation of surgery. There's also a huge workforce issue across the health sector. We're very short of, of nurses in particular. In fact, uh, by 2025, it's predicted there'll be 100,000 nurses short. So all these factors uh, are contributing to the increase in backlog of elective surgery. Yeah, gosh. And governments around Australia are acknowledging that there are these wait lists uh, for elective surgeries in public hospitals and and probably to some degree hide behind, um, you know, this idea that, well, you know, all health systems around Australia are struggling at the moment. Public health systems are struggling to uh, have uh, to find staff, doctors, nurses, uh, uh, is that an, as enough of an excuse to excuse it or is there another way that we can maybe start to address uh, these wait lists? There is certainly the, the private sector um, has capacity to assist. Uh, in some states, um, that's 
that's being done very well, but it's still not coordinated. And we, we've actually been speaking with the Federal Health Minister about how we can um, get, the, get the states uh, and the territories to have a more collaborative approach to this elective surgery issue. Now, most of the elective surgery around the country that's going to the private sector is going to large overnight hospitals. They're expensive. Uh, day hospitals are the most cost-effective part of the health sector. Uh, and unfortunately, in Western Australia, not for want of trying, uh, we have offered um, the services of our members in WA, but none of them have, have had any take-up of, of public uh, patients. Whereas in other states, um, that's happening quite well. Certainly in Queensland, they have a, an organisation called Surgery Connect, which is run by the Department of Health, and many of our members are participating in that particularly for cataract uh, surgery. And as you can imagine, if you're waiting for a cataract and you're having difficulty seeing, not only is your quality of life affected, but you potentially could be a risk to others in the community, particularly if you're still driving. Um, in Tasmania, for example, no public cataracts are done in the public sector. They're all done in mainly the day hospital uh, sector in Tasmania, so they're outsourced to the private sector. Um, in uh, South Australia, um, they have set up a surgery panel and I think there's about eight of our day hospitals in Adelaide now uh, assisting. But in Western Australia, that's just not happening. And why do you think that is? I have no idea <laughs> for want of trying. Uh, I certainly have approached... Uh, uh, Premier McGowan, uh, um, pre now Premier Cook when he was Health Minister, um, uh, Minister Sanderson, they've, they've all been approached with no response. And I just think um, that this is extraordinary when there's around 20 to 25% capacity in our hospitals. I know that uh, one of our hospitals um, near the Joondalup campus has offered numerous times um, to assist uh, they certainly could do quite major orthopaedics. So it's a brand new day hospital with three very well-equipped um, theatres, uh, but there's just, there's just no response. So I think part of the problem is the lack of collaboration across the country. Uh, you probably remember that when the pandemic hit, um, the Federal Minister for, for Health, Greg Hunt, um, set up a, a situation where the private sector was integrated into the public sector. And that meant that the private hospitals had to be on standby for any assistance that they could provide. And we were their day hospitals were included in that. Um, but it hasn't carried through post, post those pandemic years. So, yeah. you know, really something has to, has to happen um, because the public sector just can't cope. Yeah, it does seem as though uh, this is a solution that's just there, uh, ready to be rolled into action and do something to get those people off those wait lists. Uh, people who, have we said today, uh, can be experiencing discomfort uh, and it can be a stressful time for them indeed. CEO of Day Hospitals Australia, Jane Griffiths, thanks for sharing this message on The West Live today. It's my pleasure.
You've been listening to The West Live with Ben O'Shea. If the story behind the story matters to you, then you can count on thewest.com.au to deliver.